welcome back to Lucid Living, and if this is your first time, welcome, welcome. I'm so happy to have you aboard. My name is Andrew Larkin. I'm an actor, model, performer, storyteller, and today I'm going to be your host, your guide for today's episode. What is happening, everybody? I hope you are having a lovely, lovely start to your, I guess, beginning of the break, week, uh, Thanksgiving's coming up, the giving of thanks, and it's a beautiful time to be. But before we go and uh, talk about all the good, the bad, the uglies, and the life and everything. Let's do some deep, deep, deep intentional breathing. Get my music all queued up here. <clears throat> I just found this great video from Andrew Huberman talking about nasal breathing. It's just a great reminder as always to something so simple, just being aware of breathing through the nose instead of the mouth. And when we start, it's helpful to, um, to see and hear about the health benefits from it and why nasal breathing is so impactful versus mouth breathing. Um, it's really incredible. And uh, we're doing the thing, we're doing the thing. So right now, we're gonna do deep breathing for one minute at our own pace. And if this is your first time, as we breathe, I want you to inhale through the nose. And as you inhale through the nose, expand the belly like a water balloon, right? When I grew up, usually when I breathe, when I was would take a breath, I would breathe in through the chest and I would expand my chest. But when we do this, we wanna breathe in through the belly and get the belly nice and big, nice and big. Hold it at the top, exhale out the mouth. And as we exhale, contract the belly back to the center. So when we do this breathing, we can do box breathing. There are so many different breathing patterns, but some that I like is box breathing, which is in for four, hold for four, out for four, hold for four, right? Or we can do a different form where we exhale a little bit longer than our inhale, and that channels the parasympathetic, that rest and recover state. So that would be like in for four, hold for four, out for six, hold for six, or out for eight, hold for eight, whatever floats your boat. But in this moment, this one minute of breathing, I want you guys to ground yourselves into this moment, focus on the breath as you breathe, introduce a little smile, and find gratitude in this moment, in this practice. Whether this you're doing this in the morning, afternoon, or night, brings a little calmness, brings a little stillness throughout the rest of our day so we don't have that monkey brain. And it's a beautiful thing. So we're going to take one collective breath together and then go at our own pace. All right. Three, two, one. Inhale through the nose. Now go at your own pace. All right, now I want you to take one final inhale through the nose. Nice and big, nice and big. Hold it at the top. Now exhale it all out with a sigh. Ah, let it go, let it go, let it go. Thank you, thank you, thank you for this practice. In this moment, let's introduce some movement back into the body. That can be wiggling the toes, wiggle the fingertips. Let's roll the shoulders back a few times. Ah, roll them forward a few times. Yes, yes, yes. Sway the neck to the left. 
Sway it to the right. Now let's shake, 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 shake. Move the body, move the chi. Shake, 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 shake. Hands at the top. Namaste. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Whew. Beautiful practice every time. Every time. And it doesn't even have to be one minute. It could be when we're getting a little crazy. Our days are going a little nuts. And, you know, there's like a weight on our brains and our body and our mind. And in those moments, just take a beat. Look up at the sky and take a deep inhale and a deep exhale. And then move throughout the rest of your day. It takes five seconds, ten seconds, however long you want. There is no right or wrong way, no rhyme or reason. There is rhyme or reason. But... Find those practices that work for you, that ground you, that make you feel better, and um, it helps. It helps, man. It's 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 incredible. It's an incredible practice. So thank you guys for doing that practice with me and for today's episode. I guess before we dive into today's episode, this weekend, I uh, I visited some family that I haven't seen, man, in like seven or eight years, and it was so refreshing and so beautiful to just you know feel that energy and um, hear stories and. Uh, you know, you have ideas of who people are in the family, but you don't really have that connection when you have, don't haven't formed a true relationship with them. You know, because I was, I think last time I saw them, I was in high school, going through my own stuff, and I wasn't in the greatest space to receive what they're going through and really appreciate that. And now, as we're getting older, everyone's kind of doing their own thing and and sharing their stories about life and and just community and and. It was awesome, man. It was really cool. I started to learn things I didn't know before and just seeing family come together, interact, um, grounded with just so much love and uh, life and being, we were in, families lives in Annapolis, Maryland, and Annapolis is such a cool, cultured, rich, full of history town. And it was just, it was a lot of fun and it was a great blessing and a great reminder uh, for, I guess me personally, how blessed and grateful I am to have family that is around and just a friendly reminder to take a moment for gratitude for the family, for the loved ones. And I always say, like, we got blood relatives, but we also got relatives and family, brothers, sisters, moms, dads, aunts, and uncles who are out there that might not be related, you know, with our, our blood and our ancestors. But we can find family all over the world, man. And, and the right people come into our lives at the right time. So it's a beautiful lesson always. And then, yeah, I guess... What else has been popping, man? We just have been running our lines, doing the work, got another self-tape, um, shooting, uh, finishing up the rest of this, this short film that me and my friend have been working on for a minute, and it's a beast trying to get schedules together and to make the project coherent, small team, and we're doing the thing there, so uh, we're going to film that tomorrow, that's going to be fun. And then Tuesday, chillin'. I'm gonna be with my mama. We're gonna be doing, and maybe with my little sister, we're gonna have like a little Thanksgiving feast because then by Wednesday, we're gonna be driving with my dad and my stepmom, my little sister, to my dad's side of the family, and all the way to Chicago. And we're gonna visit family in Chicago, and it's gonna be beautiful. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, it's gonna be cold, so we're ready for that. But I'm excited. I'm very excited and uh, blessed. It's that it's that time of year to be blessed again. We should be blessed. Not we shouldn't be blessed. We should be grateful for our blessings every single day, and um, it's just a high frequency. It's a high frequency, and even if you don't think you have any blessings, if you can find a space to find gratitude for the things that you think are the farthest things from blessings, because I like to say, man, every experience there's good and bad in every experience, right? Good and bad are two sides of the same coin, and that coin is the experience. 
and you get to choose whether that's good or a good experience or a bad experience whether it's you're a victim or you're learning a lesson from this experience so and that's a choice that we get to make and when we step into that power and are no longer reactive to reacting in a way that we used to always react man you become the creator of your life you take your power back and it's a freaking awesome space to be in so let's do the thing baby let's do the thing all right today's episode i'm really just again i'm spitballing this is gonna be a spitballing episode i have an idea and i'm just gonna flow i don't have a lot of notes we're just gonna flow and if you're listening to this i love you and let's do the thing so i like to talk about challenging my own old belief systems and i like to do a lot of reflecting on when i was growing up certain things that i believed and where i'm at now and how i look at it so when i was younger and i think this is just a cultural thing this episode is about the idea of hashtag (laughs) quote unquote smart what is it to be smart i want to date someone who is kind beautiful this 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 smart um you're smart or you're not smart smart was a black or white term and i didn't feel smart you know when i was younger because i felt like smart was associated with book smarts if you were smart you got good grades in school and i don't think getting good grades for studying and you know kind of being a lab rat in that regard translates to intelligence and how smart a human being is and someone's self-worth but like you grew up in a culture where getting good grades is very important because you get on the dean's list or or you know magna cum laude you get good sat scores help you get into a good college it was very tied with you know being smart and being intelligent was was getting good sat scores and sat scores is very reliant on math reading english what the heck else is on an SAT score? Science? Is that ACT? I don't even know. It's been so long. I'm so removed from that world. But that was a certain kind of smarts. And some people are very intelligent in that form of education and learning and smarts, right? And I wasn't. And I just never was drawn to that. My brain maybe just didn't work around math and numbers and science and biology and chemistry and and all of that, man. And, and I think it's interesting because... A lot of people it's very like segregated the idea of being smart and then when you identify strictly in that school setting of getting an a b c d e f there are so many people i know who get a's and work their asses off and and get really good test grades but when it comes to life experience and and in different realms of the world whether it's in music or in sports or in this or that they're not the quote-unquote smartest person in the room so there is like they're one percent they're like one slice of the pie of this idea of smart whereas someone might be getting f's in classes because they're not passionate about math they're not passionate about science or history but when it comes to skateboarding or when it comes to you know playing the banjo or when it comes to this kind of music or a certain sport or you know they're be trying to be an astronaut like all these different ways that are like culinary like there's when they're passionate and find something that they're passionate about they go balls to the walls man and they soak it all in because they're so passionate and loving and an understanding of, of what this is and this is what they love and they're so intelligent and smart in what they're passionate about but a lot of times that's very different from what the school system kind of raises you to be like this is the this is the smart that you need to be not this smart 
and that can be damaging to a lot of egos damaging and create a lot of traumas for kids growing up and and starting that's where like self-worth is like becomes a, a struggle you know i love the idea like like joe rogan just an example but a lot of people who have podcasts and these guys interview people who are the smartest people experts in their fields and he's just soaking in all this knowledge and he's open to receiving this information and he's one of the smartest dudes like ever now because he's holding space for that but when he was in high school he wasn't the smartest guy in class right and um, but he brings things differently to the table and I just think the idea of smart being black or white like oh you're smart and it was just like this broad idea like you're smart or you're not smart but I really don't think it's that simple. I don't think it's ever that simple. I don't think anything is black and white, man. And I, uh, I don't know. I was just thinking of like that quote from from the Help, where Viola Davis is like, "Use this, use smart, use this kind, and use this important." And I don't know, man. It just it it hits me differently, just because you can be book smart and you can be street smart, and those are your those are two different people, and they're both incredibly smart, but it's in different ways. Someone is incredibly book smart and someone like someone has an incredible IQ, but someone might not have a great IQ, but has a great EQ, which is emotional intelligence. Someone might right, have good IQ, but a terrible EQ, you know? So it's like, I just want to like throw this idea out there about this idea of being smart. I don't know if people, if you guys have ever thought about this idea or this concept or it's ever impacted you in a way where you are maybe labeled as not smart because I think when you get labeled as something, then that becomes a part of your identity, that becomes a part of your story, of your narrative, your self-narrative, and now you think you're incapable of being smart, of learning, of growing, and that limits you in different aspects of your life, different areas that you wanna pursue, like certain passions, like you might be so passionate about art, or about music or about something, but you have this story that you're not smart and you'll never be smart, so I can't be good at this art that I'm passionate about. Because that weight of that story, of that traumatic experience of being told that you weren't smart or you weren't good enough, you didn't meet up to the standard <laughs> the standard tests, and that, that can mess a lot of people up and it's really hard and it's really challenging. So I just wanna take this moment, I wanna take this beautiful beat, this beautiful moment for if you've ever felt that, like you ever told you weren't smart. Like I want us to look at this as a very subjective idea and that there is not one form of smarts. And I think social skills and being able to communicate with others is an invaluable skill. And you can be the smartest book smart person in the world, but if you can't communicate with others and create a network around you and a community around you and and you know influence people in a beautiful loving way and bring people together and have ideas and pitch them and sell yourself, then it's very one-dimensional and it doesn't and take you as far as having those social skills. So some people are very are not book smart, but they're incredible collaborators and communicators and, and storytellers and it's 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 a different beast, man. So and then now like it's interesting because and then once you adopt the growth mindset, so for me I didn't identify as as book smart. And you know, still I, I my reading comprehension isn't the best in the world. But when I understand like this that's a skill that you accumulate through practice and repetition if I wanted to be book smart, I know that I could be book smart if I put in the work, if I put in the hours and the passion to understand science, math, physics, chemistry, quantum physics, whatever I want to be passionate about, I can learn that, man, you know? And like I never identified as book smart and then I started going through this rabbit hole of nutrition and uh, 
falling in love with big words, you know, and um, and you start picking it up, you start exposing yourself to this language, this jargon, this this idea, and you start speaking in a very articulate way, and you're like, damn, that sounds really smart, you know? So it's like, it really is what you put your heart and soul in, what you put your passion in, what you really soak in and immerse yourself in, you can do anything. And this, everything comes back to the growth mindset. Seriously, for Christmas, buy this book, get this book for your friends, your family. The mind, It's called Mindset by Carol Dweck. And some of it is like new ideas, but honestly, it's things that I kind of knew, but it just brought it up in a light and in a way that I was able to receive. And seriously, I think having a growth mindset is one of the greatest things that we can do for ourselves. And when we do the best things for ourselves, that inherently helps others because we're able to show up as our true full selves for others, right? So I wanted to, yeah, keep this short, keep this sweet, but this idea of being smart, guys, what do you guys think about it, right? How did you identify with smart? How do you still identify with the, the word smartness. What's your relationship with the school system? You know, that would be a whole other rabbit hole that I'd like to talk into. I don't like to, you know, talk down on things because I think there's, even if I have a bad experience in something, that bad experience is a great lesson and I learned so much from it. But I still have passionate ideas about how it could be better and how it could be improved upon. And uh, yeah, the school system is a whole other rabbit hole to go down. And the idea of standardized tests and at our, our dinner table where uh, with the family of the weekend they were talking about after covid um a lot of schools aren't just because of resources and and getting into classes to like take a standardized test because you have like a proctor and you're in class and you have to do it a specific way that kind of went away because of the pandemic for like two years so the idea of even having to take a standardized test to get into a university is changing a lot of changes are happening man but yeah i just i just i, I thought this was a fascinating idea and smart <laughs> i want i want to find someone who's smart i want to love someone who's smart what does that mean man you know <laughs> like what does it mean to be smart and i think if you're open to learning and growing like you will you will learn and you will grow and you will be educated and smart and open to receiving because i think i wasn't when i was in the education system and i was in an environment that cultivates learning right I wasn't in a space to really receive that information. I got good grades, you know. I played, I got A's and B's all throughout high school. I was magna cum laude in, in college, and I played the game. I got really good at playing the game. But when it came to retention of that information, in uh, in through one ear, out through the other, man. I like there's so little that I actually remember. But if I'm open to receiving that knowledge, and I'm I want to learn because I want I'm fascinated by this subject, by this matter, because I want to take this with me for the rest of my life, or I want to use this information to help me in a the workforce or whatever I'm passionate and want to pursue later on in life. When I get in that space and I'm open to receiving, then I think I learn a lot differently. And it wasn't until I started doing this mindfulness work. I didn't start doing the mindfulness work until really after I graduated, like deeply. And uh, now I, I've learned more in the past two years from self-educating myself and finding subjects that I'm passionate about and seeking the information because I'm when you seek something like you want to learn it, it sticks because you're you you are actively going after it versus being in a classroom because you have to be in a classroom 
given information because you have to be given information, taking a test because you have to take a test. And I know some people, it's, it's, it's very, it's when you're passionate about a subject, it's incredible. But for me, in my personal experience, I wasn't. <laughs> and I was playing along and I did what I had to do to get good grades, but it, did, it hardly stuck. It hardly stuck and it wasn't, <laughs> it's crazy, you know, thinking back on it. But if I had that mindset shift, I would have approached school so much differently. And now I approach my life differently and I want to take classes and I want to continue to learn because learning is ugh, it's amazing, dude. What our bodies are capable of, what our brains are capable of taking this information and when it sticks, it's endless, bro. It's endless and it's cool. So that's all I got for you guys. Let me know what you guys think or, think or have experience with the idea and your relationship with the word smart and ideas of the school system, how it could be improved, any of that, whatnot. As always... If you guys are listening to this, if you're digging this, if you're vibing this, if you're enjoying my soothing voice, <laughs> my uh, just the way I show up sometimes, again, I still need to set the intention to slow down. Slow down, Andrew. Articulate. Enunciate. I think that's like a, I was this one, I don't know if that's a charismatic cue or a, a trait for strong leaders, but talking slowly is a, is a very strong trait. So I'm working on it. I went through this one pretty fast. Because when I get passionate, I go fast. So I'm working on slowing down. But if you guys are digging this, share, comment, rate, subscribe. Tell your friends, tell your family. Spread the community. Spread the, spread the love. <clears throat> I love you guys. As always, you can follow me on Instagram. That's where I'm most active. At Larkin underscore Andrew. And if you guys have any creative ideas for a cool username, because <laughs> it's pretty lame, it's pretty boring. So I'm open to ideas. As always, small acts of kindness for yourself, for others, makes the world go round. We need it now more than ever. Uh, hug a loved one, give them a nice bear hug. Got two of them right around me right now, and it's gonna be, it's gonna be amazing. Human touch is so healing. High five yourself because you're beautiful, you're deserving, you're worthy, you're enough, you're courageous, your energy is contagious, you're here for a reason, and you are enough. And always, always, always strive to live a lucid life. This is Andrew Larkin. One love.